MJ here, your podcast host. This is the show where we talk about all things life, struggles, and drama. Only full transparency, no filters, no judgment, because nobody cares. I want to start by saying thank you so much from the very bottom of my heart to everyone who listened, liked, commented, shared, reached out to me and let me know how much you guys enjoyed the first episode. It is a huge confirmation that this is one of the coolest things I've decided to do in a very long time. So thank you. So to kind of piggyback off of our first episode, today I kind of want to talk about the land of the free, home of the brave, the land of milk and honey, the melting pot, what else, Uh, the give me you're tired, you're poor. I was very tired and very poor because it took four years of paperwork and back and forth and expenses to approve my visa and it got approved when I was 10 years old, which actually, I just celebrated my 18th year in the States on August 19th. It was back in 2005. Oh my God, seems so long ago. Um, And what I thought of the US. You guys, when the plane landed in the airport, it was in August, right? So that's like, what, fall time here? And um, it was in Utah. And for those of you who don't know, like Utah is cold as hell i mean we had the winter olympics there how many times like way back when like it was so cold and that was the first thing i thought of and i'm over here in my little filipino you know jeans and shirt and ballet flats i had i had the dora bangs and i had my hair in a ponytail i'll never forget it and i had like these cavities in the front of my teeth and i just had a gap in my teeth because That's just the kind of dental hygiene we had in the Philippines. You know, you don't go to the dentist, they just pull out your tooth. Anyway, it was so cold. Like that was the first thing I thought. And I was this scrawny little kid with just skin and bones, even though we ate rice every day, made no sense, but we're very like super skinny. And so I didn't have a lot of insulation and I was freezing. And that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die of hypothermia. The drive home from the airport was like 45 minutes, right? And first of all, they had a car, like mom and dad had a car. And I thought it was the coolest thing. They drove like this white minivan, I guess back when it was cool for moms to drive minivans. But in my 10 year old little Filipino self, I was like, oh my God, they're so rich. They have a car and the door slides open and it slides closed and the AC is working. It was like those little details that we didn't really have, like the Philippines, it's a luxury to have over there. When here in the US, it's more of a necessity, right? Like bare minimum needs for living. But driving home, I was looking out the window and I was like, oh my God, the road has walls. You know, like the freeway, y'all have, the, there's walls. And I was like, why do, why do the roads have walls? 
In the Philippines, the roads are like you're lucky if a car could fit in the road that are made for tricycles and jeepneys. And so to have like four, five, six lanes on one road was absolutely crazy to me. And there were tall buildings and the lights were still on in the middle of the night, even though they were closed. Like they don't pay for power. That's so expensive. They leave the lights on like shit like that. That was just so abnormal in a third world country was blowing my 10 year old mind. There were so many cars. I had never seen so many cars in my life because I tell you back home, the mode of transportation was by feet, tricycles and jeepneys. And they were all bumper to bumper and they did not give a fuck about pedestrians. They will honk at you if you are crossing the street and they're coming. And here I was just thinking like, oh, they're so nice they leave so much room for them in the car in front of them and they stop for people crossing the street they don't honk like roads were so quiet and they everybody followed traffic lights like we don't give a fuck about traffic lights in the philippines it's merely a suggestion it was crazy like already culture shocked within the first 45 minutes of my feet landing in the u.s we finally make it home and it was like you guys, it was like one of those movie scenes where a poor kid comes out of the car, you know, after they pull up in the driveway. And he steps out of the car and he's just hit with awe because the house in front of him is so big and beautiful, right? So from where I come from, the little <laughs> shacks that they have in the Philippines, this house in front of me was a three-level home. It was peach colored with white trimmings. They had a beautiful green grass lawn that went all the way to the back and the backyard was the Utah Lake. Like it was, it's gorgeous. And the first thing that came to mind was, oh my God, I hate it here. <laughs> Which is weird because the house is beautiful and big and I could tell that it was even prettier on the inside. But I was like, oh my God, like where, where am I? It's so quiet and so dark and there's no people outside. Like all the lights are off. In the Philippines, you come outside your door and you find somebody within five minutes to shoot the shits with and just have a good time and hang out no matter what time of the day it is. You know, like they may not have a lot of things going on for them and there may not be a lot of money to be made in the country. But if you ever meet a Filipino, they are one of the happiest people in the world because I feel like they just have such a gratitude attitude that I wish more of us could mimic in our own lives. It was finally like late in the middle of the night when we got settled in and we did a little mini house tour and I was feeling so many emotions. The house was beautiful, the walls were white, and there was carpet on the floor. Like I'd never been in a home with carpet before. And there were beautiful artworks and huge mirrors on the wall. And I was just like a hot mess of emotions. One, because I was absolutely happy to be with my mom again. Like I just missed being in her presence and I missed seeing her smile and I missed her smell and hearing her voice in person and getting to hug her. Like I went four years without the mom that I knew and to be with her again was like absolutely amazing. And I finally felt like, okay, this is right. This is where I'm supposed to be. 
all the while feeling lonely because it was like I was just taken from planet Earth where I knew everything and the food and the people and the language and the smells and the sceneries and was taken into planet Mars. Basically, like that's the best way to describe it. I was happy, but also felt like I didn't belong. But it was weird because I felt like I was in this big, beautiful house with basically a bunch of strangers, right? Because there was mom, but I mean, anyone can change in a matter of overnight, maybe hours if they really wanted to, let alone four years, right? So, and she was living in a different country for those four years, and so completely different culture, and anyone would get influenced by, you know, the people around and the environment that they're in, if they're there long enough. And then there was her husband, which was dad. And at that time, they already had three beautiful babies on their own, which technically made me the oldest, right? I was big sister. But I saw the kids maybe a few times for about a week or two. And mom and dad and the kids would come home for family reunions back to the Philippines. But I really wasn't there to, I guess, watch them develop their personalities. So here I was, the oldest sister of kids that were three, two, and one without really even knowing them. But in the same token, I also did a lot of changing myself. Because you have to remember, like, mom only saw me a few times when they would come home for reunions and for a very limited amount of time so from the ages of six to ten you know how psychologists are like oh kids brains develop from this stage to this stage like I did a lot of that already so I had I guess developed my own personality and was still trying to figure my little self out and still had a lot of self-esteem and confidence issues to sort out and she she didn't really know me anymore so my first night in America I basically cried myself to sleep because I immediately felt homesick and I remember my mom checking on me you know after I was tucked in at 10 years old and she saw me crying and she was like what's wrong and I was like I want Lola I want to go home and I want Lola I, I either you take Lola here or I'm, I want to go home and she was like but I thought you wanted to be here and I thought you wanted to be with me and and I did and now I I wanted my mom and now I had her but it was it's so hard to explain I felt like I was taken away from everything that I knew into the arms of people that I had to get to know all over again. As my first few weeks in the States progressed, I learned of so many cultural differences that were so hard for me to adjust to. And like, just to name a few, one of the biggest ones was how it's so okay here in the States for you to call your elder by their first name. And when I say elder, I don't just mean 50, 60, 70, 70 year olds. 
I mean, like, in the Philippines, if they were even remotely six, seven, a year, five years older than you, like, you had to address them properly, whether you called them by, like, big sister or big brother or sir, ma'am, mister, miss, like, it was, it's so disrespectful for you to call anybody older than you, even just by six months, by their first name. And here, you know, I would get introduced to, like, neighbors or members of the church at the time, and they'd be like, oh, this is Jennifer, and I'm like, hi, Jennifer, and I just would make me cringe, because I feel like, to this day, as an almost 30-year-old woman, that is a trait just instilled in me. Like, even addressing my clients, who I know are just a few years older than me, I'll call them by Miss so-and-so and their name oh hey miss bob i can't <laughs> i can't call people by their first names who are older than me and here it's so okay like what is that you guys
Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for caring enough to give me some of your time today. Please subscribe, comment, leave a review, share this with your loved ones that you know would absolutely enjoy it. Next week's episode, we'll be talking about the land of milk and honey. Go on with your day as your unapologetic, authentic self, because literally nobody cares. <laughs>